Here we go. Here we go. Right from the top. Hello, Christian. Bradley. Good to see you. Caleb, on screen, off screen? Yeah, they can see me. I think I'm both of them. Don't I should talk to my yeah, mic. I have goes. a mic, too. Well, here we are, May 24th, <coughs> South Beach, Miami Beach. It's a Thursday. Episode 19 of 19. Talk Story. Wow. We did it. We got this far. Right. We've been doing it 20 weeks. Yes. But we're on episode 19. I know. My OCD is flaring up. My <laughs> hands are starting to sweat. I don't like it that we <laughs> skipped last throwing week. Off. But, you know, sometimes that happens. And, you know, and those accidents are usually pretty cool sometimes. No, like I, had a, I had a great time on my trip and everything. But I mean, yeah, because yes. you had a last minute trip to Abaco. I did. Sounds horrible. Yeah. I mean, it was great. But uh, you want me to work where? Abaco? Mm, okay. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. And I did it. I... Did you get any work done? Yeah, tons. All right. Yeah, it was a great trip. Um, but I don't <laughs> It was like an alcohol that. sponsor, and so they got plenty of... Yeah, everything done. was great. <laughs> Bahamas. How could be bad? It can't be um, bad. But we skipped it, you know, and it worked out. Now it's, we're coming into 19. I'm and, clicking that pen like, incessantly because <laughs> of, like, the week 19... I mean, week 20, episode 19. 19. Like, uh, but you know, we, there's not like a leap day that we can catch up or anything. No, no, there isn't. So forever, Are you, this is going to be yeah, thrown off. Yeah. Oh. But I feel you like just that's do a, two I feel like, in one week at some ooh. point. You can catch up. Uh, oh, do a little bonus would, episode. Okay, thank you. Yeah, we're probably going to do that like right after this. So <laughs> we're we going to double we're down. down we're two stick around. <laughs> just, just so I can get back on track. Oh, that makes Sometimes feel I find better. certain things like that are great ways of balancing your OCD because you're just like, <laughs> like for example, here at the shop, uh, I'm 50 yards away from this uh, from the beach, and there's a lot of sand that comes in here. People are like really nice and courteous, and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to come in." I'm like, "It's a surf shop. It's cool. Come on in. Whatever. It's sandy. It gets wet." Um, but you know, it's not like I like sand on my floors, but there's a lot more sand than there is me in being able to sweep it. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to let that go. I'm going to let that slide. I don't care if my floors get a little sandy here and there. And I feel like that helps my OCD that I'm not, it's not so obsessive over it. So like 15, 20 years of counseling to get to that point. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm signing up for that sort of stuff uh, or we're just going to do an extra episode somewhere along the way we where we don't will. even have to handle it. Uh, weekly haps. We're coming into Memorial Day weekend here on South Beach, and it is a usually a big weekend for tourists to come into town. And in other towns, <laughs> and in this town it is. Um, but you know, it is a little different for us here. It gets a little nutty from time to time. Last year they had the air show, show, and yeah. they're having it this year again. So if you're around here, you happen to stay. Listen, I mean, for the last I don't know, even know, 15, 20 years. Anytime Memorial Day weekend came around, people left town. Locals go to the Keys usually, yeah. so the Keys are great. Like you go down there, all of a sudden, like, hey, hey, everybody's hey. in the Keys. Everyone's yeah. there, or they're gone somewhere else, and, and that's cool and all. But I mean, you know, with the I stuck around last year, it was fun. God, like you're a kid again. It was really oh, cool. There's something about like these planes just cruising by and just having so much energy. You're just like, oh my god, I'm six, and this is exciting. They started <laughs> practicing today, and right. I heard. Wait a minute, that's not a commercial jetliner that I just heard. And I run out to the balcony, and of course you can't see them because they're going right. faster than the speed of sound. And it's cloudy as And then next thing you know, you see them coming back the other way, and you're like, holy cow, they're back. And like, you're right. It's right, like and you, you kind of want to high-five someone yeah, you're like, like you do in Top Gun. Like, you're like, that's right, <laughs> Goose. That was cool. Yeah. But I don't because nobody gets it. Like, I go for the top part. No one comes around for the back end of it. It's All just right. like. I'll be, I'll be here. We can, like, do the whole volleyball scene, wear the, like, the Wayfarers, everything. Well, at the end of the day, it's going to be. I don't have, like, that kind of, like, what do you call it? And I was going to buy the tape for our wrist so that oh, pretend yeah. we were playing yeah, yeah, yeah. volleyball in jeans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Volleyball and jeans. It's one of the things That's I never, look I never understood in the whole Top Gun. It's like, you guys are playing volleyball and jeans. I'm like, really? You got sensitive knees? I think you don't want to scrape I your knees? I think you should ask maybe some of the female viewers what they think about that scene. Oh, man, it's a good I, scene. Man. I, think, I think they're probably pretty into it. Jeans. I mean, I take my shirt off and just kind of reenact it, but we don't have that much time. It's and like all, it's a, probably around lunch. It's probably around dinner time right now, and I want you to hold it down, so it's cool. So we're going to move but, forward past that. But it, it's going to be a rainy weekend. Yeah, probably. And at the end of the day, we have... Planes flying over, it's gonna be raining, a lot of people are leaving town, so the shop's gonna be perfect and ripe for a cooler, a cooler of beer and a bunch of pizza. 
So swing Ooh. on by. That sounds kind of fun. Yeah, well, you know. It's a holiday weekend, and, you know, why not come down to your local beach shop? And, uh, sit outside, hang out, and watch them. You guys have a, actually a pretty good spot here, even if it does rain, because you can sit outside under that awning. Right. And you may not be able to see it because it's cloudy, but at least you can hear them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they fly way below the, the yes, cloud the deck. Line, yeah. Dude, mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy the way that what they do. I'm, I'm kind of excited. It was awesome watching them come back in. I was like, oh, that's right. It's this week. And last year, I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, like people do that. That's like a thing that people right. do, I guess. Like right. that's cool. Like I don't know. And Miami Beach, I mean, years ago when I was a kid, we used to do we used to have it here. Oh really? And and we hadn't had it for such a long time. I'd and never I know, seen like, one before. A lot of townships north of us from Fort Lauderdale and whatnot always get it. So I'm yeah. sure there's people being like, Yeah, cool, relax, take it easy. It's it's the only place. It's but for us, cool. we never get it. So we're just like, Woo <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And the stuff these pilots pull off is I mean, really incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean they literally just literally just <laughs> stall. And just kind of like float yeah. all the way down like they're whatever. And then kind of pick it up and just kind of like slowly kind of go. And you're just like, how are you doing that? Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. And they use all kinds of aircraft. There's helicopters. There's giant like prop planes, jet planes. I don't even know how to describe all this stuff. But, um, but that's cool. happening this weekend. Yeah. Uh, not much else other than that. I don't think I've got anything else in regards to events going on. No. I can't think no. of anything else. No, Memorial Day weekend, so just remember why it's Memorial Day weekend. Right. That's kind of a, a right. good start Right. before you go out and get your cooler beer and hot dogs and right. whatever else. Right. It's the not just about unofficial right. kickoff to the summer and all that kind of stuff. It really is. Um, Which around here means that it could be flat, but maybe not next week or the next uh, couple of days. King of the Segways, Christian de la Iglesia, coming into the report and <laughs> forecast. Yeah. Uh, the report's been, we've had some waves. Hasn't been epic or anything, but very rideable for the last couple of weeks. That really. sunset was epic, though. Oh, Which day was that? Yeah. Tuesday? Yeah. Monday. Monday, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Monday evening at South Beach. There's a small southeast wind swell. The like wind kind of backed off right before dark. It yeah, it was like waist to chest high. Yeah, waist, maybe chest high bomb every once in a while. And then everyone's looking uh, westward at the sunset, and it's the sky's turning all kinds of crazy colors. And then every, someone like turns around and like waits for a set to come, and they notice this giant rainbow among. It was like somewhere. a full 180 <clears throat> rainbow. Really? It was nuts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And like it ducked in and out of clouds yeah, that were also. Bananas. Yeah. It was. It was kind of nuts. <laughs> okay. Step away from the beach. Look what you miss. Um, yeah. So that was. The waves were fun, but I think like that session was definitely capped off by that rainbow. For sure. Uh, I hate missing those. <laughs> God, work. Stupid work. It was kind of funny. Everyone kind of just like looked at it and was like really silent for a second. I think probably there were some good waves that went unridden. Yeah. People were just too distracted. Kind of like jaw dropped. And yeah. then, but that's one of the things when we get all those clouds from rain and whatnot, you know it guarantees a great sunset. Those but there lights. wasn't any rain. That was the weirdest thing. Oh, like, really? Yeah, everyone was like... I think actually Annie, Annie's like the, the rainbow like spotter. She like, yes. it's like any glint of like light off of a mirror. She's like, oh, rainbow. Right. Yeah. A car drives by, <laughs> hits a puddle and all of a sudden she's like, look, there's a rainbow right there too. <laughs> she's like, really good at oh, it. Oh, you're just catching So she was, she was like already on the lookout and she's like, well, uh, you know, if we can get a little rain shower or something, maybe we get a rainbow. <laughs> and then lo and behold, no rain shower and just like giant rainbow over the whole uh, eastern sky. It was pretty nuts. Uh, and then in the middle of all that, there's like this weird silence. And for half a second, like everyone was in awe. And then Valentina like kind of just yells out, if anyone's looking for a sign, that's it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. What sign? Good. Any sign. What well, sign of what? Sign of whatever you not, you know. Okay. You know, so that like I, if you're looking for a sign of like, should I eat pizza tonight? Mm -hmm. There's my sign. I'll Rainbow. Take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Like Ace of Base <laughs> Rainbow pizzas. I saw the sign, blah, 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 blah. You know the rest of the lyrics. Don't I, pretend. I actually don't. <laughs> uh, and as far as the forecast goes. Yes, tell me we got waves. We do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because uh, everyone's paying attention. We're coming into summer, and usually it gets pretty flat during the summer. You well, know? Yeah, but that, I find that usually as we're getting to those, that um, last week just before hurricane season officially starts, we've had for the last couple of years some sort of tropical something kind of kick up. Bread and butter, wind chop, South Beach. Transition season is so fun in South Beach. 
in the spring and the fall, it's kind of like everywhere else is like, uh, it's onshore and crappy. And we're like, yeah, it's onshore and not so crappy because we're I mean, It looks crappy from shore, but get in the water. I, I swear, I tell that to so many oh, yeah, people. We're like, sure. listen, don't judge it by what it looks like from the yeah. shoreline. Get out there. And all of a sudden, it just changes. You're like, oh, look at that. I got a little ramp over here. I got a little nug over here. Yeah, you never know what's Always out Always better than it looks. Yeah. Always. Always you know. better than uh, it's like me. Yeah, and it's not, e- <laughs> it's not even like the cockeyed optimist approach. It really is. When right. you get in the water here, it's actually like way better than it looks. I don't know of any place that does it so well. Yeah, well, most people around the world are just like, wind, no thank you. Yeah, and where's this like, wind? Yeah, could you make it blow harder? Right, and, and, when they're, and it's Longer. funny to have people come from different places. They're like, oh, so there'll be waves. Like, so it's best in the morning? And you're like, oh, you're really saying that because you think there's a, because there's no wind, it's going to be best. Like, if there's no wind, it's flat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what i got to remind people. So like, this well, time, creating our waves. not the case. Right. We've got uh, a tropical-looking low that's going to come up from the Yucatan up uh, in the channel, come up in the Gulf of Mexico. As it gets closer to us, it's going to tighten Pressure gradient, we're going to get more wind. Pressure know, gradient of, being because there's a high sitting to the east of us? Yep, uh, high out there towards Bermuda. That's kind of already been giving us a little bit of a, a trade flow, like the east-southeast trade swing. And, uh, and for anybody that might be watching that may not understand pressure gradient. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, let's see how to uh, Two systems close this. by, the thing in the middle that's creating those the, that point in which are right next to each other is that pressure gradient and that is what's creating the uh the wind or in layman's terms i'm trying to explain yeah i'm trying i think the best way to really describe it is imagine if you had like a uh a sheet and then like you threw a volleyball into the middle of the sheet that volleyball would sink down and of course anything else that like was on top of that would start to sink towards that that would be a low pressure right the outsides of that sheet would kind of be the high pressure so uh, the heavier that volleyball is, the further it will sink and the faster everything will sink towards it. It's and like a black hole. It's, yeah, it's exactly that. It's like a, you know, a depression in the atmosphere that it, all the uh, wind will kind of like be drawn into. And so that's essentially what's going to move past us uh, to the west in the Gulf. And so because of that, uh, the pressure gradient, you know, the depth of the volleyball will um, be deeper, therefore drawing more wind towards the you know volleyball in the sheet, and, of which uh, we are en uh, route to that volleyball exactly. sheet. Exactly, and so um, as long as that volleyball sinks deeply right. and stays close to us, what we're are we thinking is that going to say? I mean, because there is that. It seems like sometimes there's that initial ramp up where it it just comes together and it just comes together with all that energy that creates that. Uh, are we? thinking that there's going to be something like that with this, or is this just, you think it's going to be a relatively minor storm? I, I know that uh, some sources had said that we see a tropical storm out of it, potentially a yeah, cat one. Wow. I, I don't know. know. I, I saw Chicky. Um, put that out yeah. there. He's throwing, he's throwing that spaghetti on the wall. Yeah, Chicky, Chicky definitely loves to get ahead of it. And, um, I mean, he's not wrong a lot of the time right. um, when you look at, what he's predicting in terms of trends. I mean, nailing the exact forecast, you know, 10 days out, 15 days out, like he tries to do is like right. virtually impossible. impossible. But um, I definitely give him a lot of credit for understanding what the trend is doing. And so to see something like that uh, occur is not out of the realm of possibility. We've already been seeing like, as we've noticed with the weather lately, a lot of tropical flow um, from the south. We've right. been getting a lot of like the southeast wind already. And you're like, oh, this trend is kind of ripe for this sort of thing. If it gets stronger, what happens? Uh, well, then that would be like a tropical storm, right? right? Yeah, well, that seems kind of logical as a next step is it like an, an enhanced trend. Maybe more than that. Um, maybe the next one will come, you know, two weeks from now or, uh, you know, a week or, you know, 15 days or whatever. And if we but, see um, sort of these trends being relatively consistent, is it safe to say that the trend is your friend? Yeah, that's the old story. Uh, whether it be weather forecasting or uh, financial forecasting or anything, you know, you follow that trend. And um, if it's within like historical norms, um, you have like a really good uh, understanding of what may or may not. And and, like what the accuracy could be exactly. Right. Um, And it's like, well, we've seen this before. We've had seasons that started somewhat similar to this. 
We've had southerly wind swells similar to this due to storms like this. And so you go, yeah, yeah this makes sense. You know, like it's not out of the realm of possibility. And so when we're just going to watch to see how deep it is of a, of a low and how much wind we can get. And then, of course, the exact path, which could be a little bit to the west, a little bit to the east, and that can change um, our local conditions. You know, When do you think we'll have a better understanding of that shift a little bit? Is it more of like, listen, it's going to literally... As it happens, really. Right. You right. know, like as we're going through it with systems like this. How, how far out do you think we see you surf hanging around till? Maybe Monday, at least. Right. And then Gulf Coast might have it sticking around me a little bit longer. Right, pinging around up there. Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah, I mean. So, this, I mean, we're coming into this June. Is, this, I mean, <laughs> so this is awesome. This is nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, we kind of missed our, our spring break uh, sort of windswell season. Right. We were almost like, we got back in like a winter pattern really fast there. Right. And so. Because I mean, March was nothing to be bummed about. It was like no, I mean, we three had, weeks of surf. We had our best swell of the year in March, and um, at least to date this year, uh, at least winter swell. And, um, and then we kind of just like shifted quickly into it's almost summer. like a, <laughs> it's not like really like a summer pattern, but it's like definitely not winter. Um, and we're getting a lot of moisture coming up over us. So it's tropical, very right, tropical. Right, right. That's the report. That's the forecast. And that's Nothing what we got, folks. Yeah. You got some surf coming up for the next couple of days. Uh, you need any of your equipment. Uh, you need a rent a board. You got everything you don't have. Just come, just come by. Just come by the surf shop. We'll take care of you. We'll take it from there. We'll maybe surf together. If it's this weekend, we'll have some pizza and beer. <laughs> Nonetheless. You ready to get into this, this real deep conversation that we're I'm about to? I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm doing it. So, What do we got going on this week? Uh, what we did for the last 19 weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so why did we start this? This whole talk story thing. Uh, episode one was right at the beginning of the new year. Right. And, and a lot of that was just kind of like you and I just, we sit here and we talk a bunch during the daytime and, and just kind of like, eh, just go off of whatever tangents that we go off on. And we cracked up and we we're like, oh, we'd love to kind of have other people be part of that tangent exactly. and see what, you know, kind of people have as far as feedback goes and what if maybe anybody related to it. And at the end of the day, I, as I said, as long as we're doing it and it's fun for us, I mean, awesome. If other people relate to it as well. That but, makes it more fun. Right. Um, yeah. And so we were kind of stoked that we found along the way that people did pay attention and did like it and did have some feedback and gave us some of that feedback along the way and um and it's still fun so i think it's cool that we get to still keep doing it and i mean there's not a shortage of topics that's for sure yeah that was like definitely something that kind of came up at the beginning we're like what the heck are we going to talk about every right. week right if we're doing every week you know there's 52 weeks in the year you're like man that's it's a, a tall order to kind of step up to but it at the same time we also knew that there's all these times that it's basically unsurfable or not as surfable as we want. And right. if you want to talk about surfing, you want to stay involved with like the people that you like to hang out with when you surf, how else are you going to do it? Right. And the surf shop becomes that spot, especially for us down here when there's not that much waves where people just either come by, come by here to talk about their previous trip or looking to go ahead and talk about that next trip that they're going to do or just kind of hang out and just talk some story about whatever it is or that's going on. Go into the boardroom right. and just be like, yeah, oh, yeah, I like this design that board, this or that design. All of a sudden yeah. you got some fins in. Oh, I haven't seen those fins. And you start talking about fins a little bit and you talk about that next trip. Or where'd you go? Or how is that place? I heard about it. Yeah, yeah. And it it kind of like gets you through the flat spells right. a little bit. You kind of still with, live that stoke a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And so I think this is sort of like that in a way. It's like a, an effort to kind of, I don't know, keep surfing when we can't surf, you know, or something. I, I mean, I got into... kind of weird to say. No, I got into ding repairs when I was a kid um, because I felt like that was a way to still surf when there weren't waves. Uh -huh. Like you were kind of, you're fixing a board and you're, when you're sanding, you're kind of sanding that rail and you're kind of just watching it and you're imagining it, you know, and you're kind of envisioning things. And, uh, you know, I think it's great that people try to find ways to still surf while, um, while they're not really surfing. I mean, but, you know, hopefully within time, now that we have wave pools on the horizon. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah you know, the, that we'll be able to have other resources and outlets to be able to kind of tap into that surfing. That we're going to, listen, being a South Florida surfer, you really have to 
uh, be hungry to surf. You kind of have to be a junior meteorologist and um, you have to be patient and kind of find ways to make the time pass. Look, should, that is the you perfect. You should probably have a skateboard too. Yeah, right, and a skateboard. skateboard. <laughs> so that actually, I think what you just said is like another big reason why we started doing this is kind of that advice. Right. I mean, it seems really logical and like obvious to you because you've been surfing since you were probably like right. 12, 10. Exactly. 10, 12. You know, like a, definitely majority of your life. But for people that are kind of coming into it, new to it, or coming into town that may have surfed elsewhere and didn't even realize they could surf here, I mean, that's a, you're kind of like a, a, a place that you can go to right. for that information. Right. I tell people I feel like sometimes at, at this shop, we're the only surf shop in Miami Beach. And we're one of three surf shops in all of Dade County. You know, and there's millions of people here. And whatever we can maybe just pass on as far as if, like, because people come and they move here for work or for whatever reason, they're just like, and if they've surfed other places, they're like, dude, what am I going to do? And you're like, you know what? It's okay. I hear you. I feel you. But we can get through this. Let's, you know. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, with the connections pizza, that you have. Come on over. <laughs> I think with the Sit connections that, and, the, and, the, and the people that you get to meet and all of a sudden you get kind of preoccupied and you do things and you're like, oh, you realize that surfing is more than just the actual wave. Surfing is more than the location and, and how long you've been doing it. It becomes, you know, you become culturally connected to wherever it is that you live, whether there's a lot of waves or there's not, whether there's small waves or there's not. You get culturally connected to the people around you that participate and want to share that. And they don't, and they're not necessarily from that area. They could be from other places. Yeah. Um, but they bring with them like oodles of experience or stories as well or just and, different experiences. Right. And, and that's kind of cool because then, you know, you get to talk about different stuff. You get to bounce things off of each other. Yeah. So um, that's again, another big reason why we kind of started doing stuff like this is to put it out there because then people can react to it, become part of it if they want to, right. become not part of it if they want to or whatever. You have an option. You can right. either watch us or you don't. You just go ahead and whatever. And if you want to watch us, awesome. And I just think there is not really any way to do that as well before maybe? right it's not like you put a newsletter out and everyone whatever and it's not like you can go ahead and put a tweet out or any of the social posts that really encapsulates um that connection like having a couple guys just be there right next to you and kind of talk and maybe it's something that you relate to or you you know you might have a question and and we answer in some sort of way and you know it's kind of fun but at the end of the day as long as it's fun if it's yeah, fun just keep doing idea. it keep doing you only get one time around on this rock yeah so like the whole thing is that we do this because it's fun for us but we think it's fun for you and so far people are saying it you right. being like wh whoever the 50 people 30 people Listen, 100 people, people whatever people that one person that my mom <laughs> that <laughs> hey, watches this hey mom um it's Why it's fun and, and then to get this. that feedback you know, in the other way, like in real life, when you're walking down the street and someone says something to you, and you're like, oh, you, yeah, they're like, keep it up. Wow. I love those podcasts. You're like, oh, you, wow, you watch. That's cool. cool. And, and, I, and we say that on a complete humble level where we're just like, like I didn't hey, even know that I was supposed to be humble because I didn't know I was doing anything <laughs> to be but, humble but about. It's, but it's one of those things where you're just like, it's, it's humbling in a sense that people watch it. Like that is humbling. Right. Yeah. You know, so shocking. You know, actually. So Not even also humbling. It's just like, like freaking shocking. Like, Someone's like, wow, I okay. know who you are. Like what? Right. How do you? Right. Oh, you got to be like one of the 32 people. <laughs> <laughs> and the 33rd person. We're not leaving you out. It's yeah. Cool. No. Come on in. Um, but, but you're right. It, it, we try to keep it somewhat informative. Uh, we try to keep it light and just kind of, you know, uh, on trend, if you will, yeah, about like, what's going on, whether it's wave pools that we've discussed before. It's what's happening it, in the community, you know, the surf community around you. Right. And this is our neighborhood. Right. And this is where we surf. And, and this is so, what we go through. And this is one of the challenges we have to deal with. And it's, I mean, we come up with ideas about what to talk about in like three seconds right before we do this because that's what we want to talk about because that's what's on top of our mind. Right. So it's not prefabricated. There's not like a whole bunch of thought that goes into it. It's just like, hey, let's have some fun with it. What are we going to throw out there? And you know what? I mean, at this point, I'd love to see our, our stuff get a little more interactive. Yeah, yeah. And, and kind of bring the crew. I know people kind of type in there and we don't completely have a way to kind of read what you're writing as we're going through the process to kind of respond. And uh, Bradley and I had kind of discussed about 
a couple different things I'm doing um, so that we can maybe get um, some interaction going on where we just kind of have it go live before we go live, uh -huh. where we have people kind of just like, well, we'll just, you know, just kind of hang out and do what we do now and we'll be like, hey, what, you know, what should we talk about? And you guys just throw some stuff out there. We kind of go back and forth. Be like, you know what? That's a great idea. Let's go. We talk have about actually that. we done that like a couple of times, like little test things. Right. And it's worked out awesome. We got some really good questions, like uh, the questions about, oh, I just had a kid, and right. like, how do I how, how do, do I, I balance? Yeah, how do I be a surfer and a dad or a mom that's new to this? Right. Um, what are it, other people doing? Yeah, yeah, or like, oh, I want to learn how to surf. How do I like get plugged in to the community where I don't feel like I'm going to screw something up? Or right. uh, I'm like, I feel like I'm an environmentalist, but I don't know where to go to like exercise that sort of you're like, well, oh, we can be a resource for that kind of right. stuff. Right. And that's that's really what it's about, because there's been places that I've gone to on the Internet or people that I've gone to in my life that have helped me, you know, in those ways. And you're like, oh, how do you know when there's going to be waves? What kind of, oh, that's how it works. I didn't, okay, then I'm going to look at that marine forecast or something. Right. And then, you know, and that's kind of how it starts. And it's like, you don't have to reveal everything to everybody because it's fun to figure it out on your own. But sure. like these little tidbits along the way is like, I think that's what makes the community, you know, anywhere you go. Community being a big central word in that situation. Yeah. You know, it's just. Uh, you don't we live here, right? This is, this is where we are. If you live there, you're part of the community. Um, whether it's 40 years that you've lived there or two years that you've lived there, even like, if you're visiting, you're temporarily part of that community. And if you're doing something to engage within that community that, that results in something positive for the community, then you're part of the community. I you mean, know? then I would say like, then you're like a really like good part of the community. Right. There's but, people that, uh, consume and there's people that produce, right. You know, and, it, there's nothing wrong with either side of it. Everyone produces and consumes different things, but um, you know, just uh, be able to be part of at least in our little surfing community here, whatever the hell there is of it in Miami, yeah, to have the opportunity to see like, yeah, this is a cool place to come check out for a shop, and oh, have you been to this restaurant? Right. Or it's it's just supernatural. I mean, yeah. like, there's not supernatural. It's just very natural. Uh, organic and there's like nothing behind it other than it's goodwill. Yeah. Trying to help other people enjoy the things that I enjoy and try right. to support the things that I think are important. And so, yeah, like I'm pointing you in certain directions. Go to La Lucanda. It's a great restaurant. Great the, restaurant. The guy surfs and it's in the neighborhood. Like why not go there? There's uh, a, there's a pasta with pear and like four cheeses in there. I can't get away from it. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. La Conda, South beach. It's on fourth street. Ask for Francesco. Just like little things like that, you know, like it's, it's not like anyone's paying us to do no, that. No sponsorship just, dollars. Right. And except thank you surfing. Um, you know, it just, what can you do to help out? You know, we went to mini bar recently and that's another one. It's like in the neighborhood and just opened up. It could use our support this whole block that you're on. And that's, it could use your support right now because they're going through some parking issues and all these other things. Yep. And so, I mean, what the heck? We try to like, just put what we see in front of you and you can do with it whatever you want, really. Whatever you want. Um, Chew on it, throw it back at us. All right, next topic. What happened so far on Talk Story? Uh, and I kind of had an idea how we can go through this. There's a few like- Do you remember um, every episode, 19 of them? I mean- with a little bit of prompting with Caleb, I can definitely remember everything that happened uh, and every right. guest. It would be hard to do it like sequentially right no. now for me. No. And then there's other things have that have five. happened like outside of actually doing this. Um, like the kid that we met up in Delray. Yes. You know, uh, like Austin. Austin. Yeah. You know, like that was a weird thing that happened. Or, um, you know, the guy that's coming to the shop and I think Jovan saw him. He's like, right. yeah, the guy was actually asking about you guys in the show and what you're going to talk about next week. <laughs> you know, and you're like, it's, well, that's cool. Uh, it's still so weird. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, yeah. I guess like being recognized in public for me, that was freaking weird. Right. I didn't, I never in a million years thought that a guy that does the you're surf famous. report is it's going to get recognized in public. Dude, I have this great story of, uh, I was working for Island Water Sports in North Miami. Um, and working there, you know, he has a, a phone recorder and you walk in and you would go ahead and say what the surf report was for that day and anything else. 
And it was fun. Like, it was like, you know, welcome, you know, thanks for calling Island Water Sports. This is your Monday morning surf report at uh-huh. 9 a, at 10 a.m. Thanks for checking in. We've got blah, 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 blah coming up, blah, blah, blah. Let's jump into the surf. Looks like ain't much going on around here, blah, 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 that blah. That part was very consistent. Right. So, right, unfortunately. Um, but those were cool. And then I didn't really recognize it, and I was still working for them, and I was actually coming down here to surf one time, and I was walking down the street, and there was this big truck that was, like, huge, on mutters and stuff like that that rolled by, and I see a board in the back, and... I see guys in the inside and they're like honk the horn and I was like, you know, you could do the heads up and what's up and and all of a sudden I could hear him talking. He's like, he's like, that's the guy that says that talks about the surf report at Island Water Sports and I can hear him say that and I was just like, <laughs> all proud. I'm the guy that talks the surf report of South of you know from Island Water Sports because that was actually the only surf shop back then at the time yep. anymore and um, and it was pretty cool and so I get that whole recognition thing. You're like, wow, all right. That's pretty cool. The same thing used to happen uh, up in uh, Long Beach where I grew up in New York. With your modeling career? What's that? With your modeling career? No, uh, actually Dave from Unsound is a model. Is he? Yeah. Uh, And he does the surf report up there and you knew how good the waves were because he would drop one word. He'd say the waves were sick. But if the waves were really good, he'd be like, it's sick. If it's really good, he's like, sick. And if it's really good, it's like, sick. Like it's the different tones. Tones, how long you held it, and yeah, you know, and like, you're like you're I'm not call, going to work today. Of course, so you'd call it's her. Sick. Yeah, you call the report every morning, and you'd like wait for that. Right. And, and you know, uh, what was the one down here? If it's knee high to a gopher, then go for it. I think that was. Uh, <laughs> was it bird used to do that? Bird, that's right. Something like that. Um, and they'd be like, "Ain't no waves around here." You know, it just. All those little, these little things that you remember. Yeah. And then, and then it's just so weird to think that maybe certain things that we say, people kind of hold on yeah, to Yeah, that's well. the weird part I know, then you're all of a sudden, you're like, oh my God, do I have to watch what I have to say now? Like, <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah, actually people recognize that I have figured out like a thousand different ways to say it's flat. <laughs> I don't want to say it's flat it's every day. It's a really nice beach day. You should go ahead. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> the, 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 oh shoot, antifreeze colored water is yeah. calling it's flat it's flat beautiful day for ducklings to paddle around right. on the inside go snorkeling like, oh, look, go a bird. there's a right. reef from like 5th right. to 10th right. just go out there and look at it yeah anything yeah I tried it I mean it's beautiful out there regardless really even mm-hmm. when it is flat so it's not I mean, that hard we're on the edge of the Caribbean so yeah alright let's get into what else happened I wanted to go episode by episode first episode was me and you yep. sitting uh, at the counter here. At the counter, January we weren't 12th. really sure. And we weren't really sure. We're just like, how does this thing with work? My, with, my, with my phone, I think, on Instagram, right. we may have been holding... Oh, we put it in the, in the fin rack. Right, that's right. I and had glasses on. Yeah. That's right, I was trying to my Elton John. Yeah, and we just started that just way. Shy. And it was fun. We, I think we did it for like 30 minutes, 30 maybe minutes. 40 minutes. Well, well, 30 minutes, and we were impressed. We were just like, wow, Holy we made hell, it 30 yeah. minutes. Because yeah. at the end, they were like, dude, are we going to make it 15 minutes? Do we have enough to say? That's and then 30 minutes kind of come by. And I think that for me, that was when it was just like, oh, okay. It, was, it wasn't as daunting. It was like 30 minutes kind of happened pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then like we started doing hour and hour and 20 minutes. Well, in the second episode, uh, I think it was just me and you again. Yes. It's like mid-January now. Right. I didn't have glasses on that time. Uh, no. I think you creepily like entered the frame from right. like, one side or the other, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Right. I'm looking Kim. at it right now. All right, Kim. Okay. Yeah. Uh, episode three, what happened? Episode three. Oh, shoot. I don't have that one up yet. Let me look. It's a mystery. We're at the edge Hang of on. the Bermuda Triangle, yeah. so it's oh, possible no. that... We, episode three. Oh, you have a whole big thing. Lots of description. Oh, really? Um, talked about Peppa Surf Expo. Oh, we uh, would just come back from Surf Expo. That's right. Mostly just Surf Expo. Yeah, yeah. that was that was fun. What we saw and whatnot. So I'm guessing the following week, I'm going to throw it out there. The following week, did we have TQ on? No, I think the Wait following week. Anouk. 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 I was you out. Were out. Where I was, was I? I don't know where the hell. You, no, I think maybe you were sick. Oh, I was. Yeah, sick. you were sick. 
That was the first time uh, that, that we had a second. guest. Yes. And that was like, oh, we need to have a guest. And it was one of our best ones. I think that's kind of what like spro- like made us think, oh, we got to have a guest yeah. for every single one. Yeah. That was like, yeah, Nuke was a really good guest. Her story about how she learned how to surf is really good in an episode. What, that's episode it was four. Four? Yeah. Definitely yeah. check that one out. A Nuke learning how to surf episode is awesome. That one, like, I still think about it, and I'm like, that is an awesome. I like, wherever that guy is, someone buy him a beer that, that gave a Nuke a surfboard because that guy definitely deserves a free round. That's so cool. Episode five. What do we get into on episode you five? You had being a parent and a surfer. That was the one where we were the doing. And decline oh. of USA made boards. Oh, yeah? Uh, That's a topic we can definitely get back into. It's still on the decline. <laughs> yeah, still definitely on the decline. And, you know, there's... <sighs> oh, we're getting all wound up. Look at his face. <laughs> it's just so hard to really, like... Like, there's, there's a couple different angles. There's, like, a retailer side of it where... Like, a, just hold it. Just hold it. Okay. I can see that, like, that gl- you got that stare. That's, what do they call it? Like, the thousand-yard stare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, watch out. He's about to unload. All right, we're going right, to move on. Just, let's just move on from that one. What was next, Caleb? Next, you talked about, let's see, local lens, Annie, women in pro surfing, uh, learning to surf. Detailed description. So learning a surf. There's no guest. Why have surfing. a quiver of surfboards? There's no guest because you live on South Beach, and sometimes you need a longboard. Tiny, <laughs> and sometimes you need a tube shooter because it's amazing. Tube Doesn't shooter. Doesn't look like there was a no guest. guest. No. All no right. Guest. So that. So after Nook, we went too deep without a guest. Yeah, I guess Wait, so. So we and are I now. Think, I think. I think we're going next one probably like division. I'm going to go with Oh, yeah, Santi. we did one at Division. And Santi came around. Oh. That was uh, a good the episode. next one, number seven, Terry TQ. TQ. Oh, that's actually one of my favorite episodes. That's right here at the bar, uh, at, the, at the shop. So there's a thing that says North Swell on the way. Was that right before February 26th? No. Yeah, February 26th, North Swell on the way was the March 7th swell. Oh, yeah, that would line up. Yeah. I mean, there's something to Didn't be said that we're able to happen. recognize the dates for each swell that we have. Well, does I'm that a, happen in other places? I guess it does, right? I, I mean, like I if you're in California, I think you need to talk to else? the right people. There's huh? only certain psychopaths that right. know the state of every swell. That I'd happens. always wanted to do it. Yeah, uh, I dare you to ask I want to do a calendar. Yeah, I want to do a calendar where it's just like for, for each year. swell, like, right? Last uh-huh. year was February. No, it was January eighth. <laughs> okay, I guess I don't know. <laughs> The year before oh, was in February. Uh, no, uh, uh, the way the I mean, you can yes, scroll. The year before was in February. Actually, this is a great plug. Go to Thank You Surfing's Facebook page, and you can see a photo and a report for every single day of the year. For but do you have long, the real swells? How long have you been doing that? For years, like three, five years, something like that. I mean, it's like every single day, absolutely there's for a, three years. There's a lot of pictures of flat water. You maybe don't. I can describe. You need, flat. To set it, you need to set up a little thing where it's just the ones days that there were swell. Yeah, I know. So when you go look at it, it's not so depressing. I actually did a blog <laughs> post about that. I did uh, every day with North Swell. Uh, there you go. December uh, 2016. I don't think I did it for 17 okay. or 18 yet. All right. Go look at that. But I mean, we might want to count them up I mean, so that we but know I count, how many days But I count, I count the trace swell and everything, too. So like, That's <laughs> fine. As long we, as it's not just a bunch of pictures of flat water. I mean, it's basically flat. Anyway, um, what it, we were at episode six. TQ. So we after just TQ, about six. Oh, TQ's a great no, episode, by the way. If you guys like Miami surf history, you definitely should check that one out. That was really an awesome. Right. Talking him was. We got to bring informative. Yeah. Okay. He's in. He's ready. Eight. Number eight. You talked yeah. about kite surfing. Surf rider. Ah, yeah. Did we have stripling and on that one? No, it looks like this was no guest again. Oh, you know what? Actually, I want to. Oh, go. I think that was when they were having their whole uh, the whole issue about the ban on kite surfing. Right. Actually, I want to drop a little something on kite surfing. Uh, recently, there's been a... I'm not going to have angry kite surfers outside of my shop tomorrow, am I? Yeah, maybe. Um, there were some kiters um, coming like in the lineup um, south of 5th. And generally... Time of day? In the evening. Okay. You know, like after, after like, the guards are gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and like, I, I'm fairly certain they're well within their rights to do what they're doing. They are, absolutely. Anywhere south of 5th, they're actually allowed to do that. Even if the lifeguards technically aren't there, I mean, because it's south of Fifth is kind of like a water sports area that anybody with a board can do that. Um, they usually just wait till after the lifeguards are gone, 
And at the end of the day, there's been a lot of respect among surfers and kiters where the surfers typically go from the jetty to third street. We don't right. really venture past that. They still have fourth and fifth street if they wanted to do some right. like surfing on the insides and stuff This is like the that. point that I'm making right Let's now. Hear it. There's been a, uh, a historical, a cultural historical norm for that to be the case. Right. Surfers, just because we're tight knit right. uh, in terms of proximity to each other right. when you're surfing, right. uh, the kiters have generally stayed outside of the, the surf zone. zone. Right. And then in the surf zone, you know, outside of where the lineup is for any surfer. So they'll surf, you know, in fifth, fourth, sixth, seventh, after lifeguards leave or whatever. Right. But recently there's been a bunch of guys that are doing it like actually in the lineup where the surfers are. And it just seems kind of like strange to me that they would do that. Right. They, they either A, aren't from around these parts or not aware of that because most guys that have been doing it around here know that kind of sort of etiquette. So right. did anybody say anything to them? Yeah, and actually some of the other kiters that we do know that kite in that uh -huh. same area were like, yeah, those guys, I don't know what's, what's up. That's weird. Like, that's not how we do it here. I don't know why they're doing that. And even we've said stuff to them, and they don't really. Did somebody in the water surfer say something to the there's kiters? There's been, well, there's been, uh, no, these are kiters talking to other kiters. Oh. And they're like, yeah, we don't know what's up with those guys. That's kind of weird that they're doing that, talking about other kiters. And then a couple of surfers have said, like, what are you guys doing here? Like, right. Like, it's fine, like you came through the lineup, like you didn't kill anybody or anything, but it's just weird because that's never been the case. Right, and, and don't get used to it. Well, it just kind of, it just seems unnecessary. It seems like a sort of like, uh, almost like antagonistic, like right. we're gonna come through you just right. to show you that we can come through you. And I'm like, why are you doing that? That's kind of right. weird. There's plenty of room right there where you guys have normally done this and we've got along here for like, as long as kiting's been around for like 15 years, right. 20 years here right. on the beach. Well, it's weird. do it when I'm there. So, yeah. Don't drop in on Christian on a kite. So I guess that's, that's uh, the, the one relevant <laughs> thing we can think about, the kiting thing. And I guess the other kiting issue got resolved up there on like 20th Street, and then they have a resolution, no? Uh, I haven't followed up on it to see what the, uh, the, the last resolution. I missed the Marine Board meeting last well, week. Well, I have seen Scott. And he has not complained about anything. Okay, so, <laughs> so Scott Stripling's happy. Right, I know that. I know they had kind of designated certain areas, and I guess everyone's kind of dealing with it. Yeah. Um, so good. I mean, it's good as long as I mean, listen, I, I I might have my personal issues with kiters, but I you know I believe that everyone that does or practices yeah. sport in the water should have the freedom to do so. Um, it's just dependent on if that particular area calls for it, whether or not you can. Yeah. You know, so. Episode nine. nine. Scott, and your audio got upgraded. And what? Your audio got upgraded. Oh, oh. That, was a, that was the first time we went. That was that was Scott. Nine. Yeah, Scott Stripling. Yeah, yeah that, right. we did that. that was that the kiting episode. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did that. That, that was the oh, Yeah, so that was like when everything really. That's when we had the ladder in place to be able to go ahead and grip. Oh yeah, that the was Phone great. and the iPad to be able to kind of see. It was yeah, our that first was opportunity. To but have we had microphones, mics. so the audio was definitely highly upgraded, and we actually, gosh, it got so much better after that. It uh, did. Episode and that, 10. And that room was fun. That room was fun to do it yeah, in. Yeah, the board room. Yeah, that's a good fun room. Uh, oh, 10 was, <laughs> you're, uh, you were talking about uh, photography. Oh, is that one, Lou like and Montero and Rudy? A, it was a disaster, but it was fun. No, that was an awesome Renee, one. Yeah. yeah. No, that was really fun. So it started out with Lou. Right. We're Lou, all excited. Lou's, Lou's very well spoken. Alex, right. And then Alex jumps in. Roots, Jonathan. Uh -huh. Renee, oh, yeah. Jonathan was here, too. Rudy, and Jonathan. Right. Napo. Oh, yeah. Napo just came like barreling through everything. Was that not, was a fun knocked one. Knocked our very expensive audio system to the Probably, floor almost. Yeah, you know, like Nothing if anyone's broke. a surf photographer or interested in surf photography or even like how to right. uh, like be a professional in any sort of creative services. And there was great tips on that whole, that that whole episode. really, really right. cool. So if you want to get I into photography, surf photography, guys. that's a good one. That and was those episode are, what? 10. 10. Those are like serious professional photographers as well as people that are like seriously hobbyist photographers that are like, yeah. oh, professional? I can, what, how? So there's, it was a, it was a good a mix. There's a lot of just like creating art and, and your idea of how to create art in that episode. That's oh really yeah, that's also true. That was about Rudy that. Rudy preaches a little bit. It's good. 
And then next episode was, let's see. Every time he opens his mouth. I love that guy. 11. Oh, that, your guest was me. So you didn't have a guest. Um, oh, no, that was what? Yeah, no, that was good. movies? No, that was because... No, no, we got to go back to that one. Yeah, so that one was... Um, yeah, that was awesome because that was like... See all this stuff in front of you? All this audio equipment? This That's because of this guy. Right. Yeah, and like, see this ladder? No, you don't. But it's holding <laughs> up all of our video equipment. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. And that's when I was like, oh, yeah, I think Caleb, like, needs to be a regular on the show yep. as, like, a, as, like, a commenter more than just doing the AV stuff. Or God. We just I'd refer to him as God. God here. speaking. Oh, yeah. Twelve. Uh, Dubois, again. Oh, Mr. Dubois. Really? That was a good one. Individuality in surfing and yeah. building oh, your own There was goal. a lot of F-bombs in that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's when we got the maybe started the explicit stamp. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we have to warn people Get in advance. Get the little red tag on iTunes. But, uh, I mean, if we, if, we, if we bleeped out that episode for the, all the F-bombs, it'd be very, very little. I don't know. I mean, there was, he was expressive. There was a, a lot of cussing. It's just words, cussing. Kids. It's yeah. just right. words. But, sure. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I like that one. 13. 13, what did we do? Uh, that was Miguel, maybe? Turno and Roman. Oh, yeah. You're talking about... That was a really was a cool one. That yeah, was... Get so an get, old guy on to talk about localism. That was dope. Yeah, so... You need more old guys in their stories of how crazy it, stuff was. Uh, yeah. That's true. Old guys definitely have better stories. For sure. There's it's no doubt the about same. it. Yeah. I mean, as soon as lawsuits kind of get brought into the whole thing... <laughs> I don't even know it's that. It's like, just like... All of a sudden, you're just like... they just have time to acquire stories. Well, I mean, but like, you right. hear the stories back that's then, you're I just think. like... That's how things were settled, where you went to the beach... <laughs> And you either ran away or you squared up with somebody, and that determined what your standing was in the lineup and overall surf community. Nowadays, you go square up with someone, you're like, I hope you got deep pockets. <laughs> you're yeah, like, let me see what you I'm not going to do anything. Let me see what you drive before we square up. Right, <laughs> right. You know? I don't know. Uh, yeah, and I think the old guys have, like you're saying, more time. More time to acquire to, them and, and more time to improve them. Yes, yes. Exactly. The more times you tell it, the better yeah. it gets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, so that was that was a good episode. Was. And then Roman um, has a really good ex, uh, like kind of view on all this because right, I, I mean, hell, he's like a Fulbright scholar and studying this kind of stuff, uh, or he had been, and uh, and he started a nonprofit that was based in tourism. So like he understands, or not even just tourism, but like um, volunteerism, which is like to be a volunteer and to be a tourist at the same time. And so, like, he gets is that, that an official term? Yeah. Volunteerism? It sure is. Hmm. Look at that. Uh, all right, what happened after Turtle and Roman? Died. Gonzo. Yeah, Facebook's done. Uh, what did you talk about? You turtle, after Turtle and... Gonzo. M Miguel. Ah, Gonzo, yeah. Miguel, Mike, Michael. Gonzo. Gonzo, Gonzalez. Shit, Me I was supposed Me to get him a board bag. Oh. oh snap! Yeah, he's leaving like <laughs> right now. Uh, well, Miguel, he's not knocking on the window. So Miguel going, yeah, he's. Well, the problem was is that the board bags they had available Don't weren't going to be as boards. wide as what he was getting and yeah. stuff like that. He ends up having to get like a bigger board bag that's going to be twice the size and twice the cost of what you normally get. It's a challenge when you get those really wide boards that are short boards, but are still 23 inches wide. Granted, yes, they have long board bags for them, but you're getting a bag that's nine feet long and your short board that is 23 inches wide is only 5'11", <laughs> you know? Retail props. This is, this is that, that's what that is. Um, so just fly with a long board. It'll be I mean, so anyway, Miguel, that was a, that was a fun episode. He Safe kind of, trip. he was like, I never want to be on this show ever. And then he was like, knocking on the door as we were about to go live. I was like, fantastic, you're here for the show. He's like, no, no, uh. Okay. okay. <laughs> that so, can happen to you too, folks. Yeah. Just knock on our door. That you actually, know that's a fun thing in. that does Thursday, happen. Thursday, Friday, 6-ish yeah. p.m. Just come by. If you come by, happens. like very good chance we're going to snag you and yeah. drop you on this show. Bring, right, what after, bring, bring beer. What happened after, Miguel? Oh, uh, Jovan oh. and Brandon. That was when I was in Costa Rica. And Brad I was, in, was in Costa. Brad that was in was, Costa. It was the first was, time we had an opportunity to kind of chime you in via... Satellite feed? Satellite That's just, feed. Let's call it, it a satellite feed. Uh, sure. It was just FaceTime. It's nothing <laughs> fancy. Yeah, we, uh, you know, 
we had a big budget here. Um, we had the CNN van parked out front. They had the satellite feed coming in, and uh, I came in live from the jungle. Which was cool, and then I had Brad and Joe on, which was a little bit of an introduction to our, our staff here. That's right. And Those guys were also very like unwilling participants at first, and then yes. all of a sudden, like they're very willing participants. It's funny how that happens. It's funny how that happens at first, and even when we'll come into that episode with the girls that we had uh -huh. here, like they're all like, oh, "I don't know, this and that," kind of reserved. And then when they realize, as most people do, that it's really not that assu assuming, and it's really not that like, you know, like scary. Because you, you think there's, a, there's lights, there's makeup artists coming around, there's yeah. big cameras there's ca right in front of you. No, like, it's my cell phone. No, no. it's just a There's a phone on a mic stand. That's all phone. there is. <laughs> that's, that's it. And, it's pretty casual, really. and, and then it becomes, and all of a sudden you're just like, oh, this is easy. And then, of course, you know, you have a couple of sips of tea. And then and stories yeah. unfold. Stories unfold. Yeah, so that was a fun one because I came straight from Costa Rica. We had the live feed on the TV. I don't know how the heck Caleb kind of like, muddled through that whole process to get I that to work. I learned it all in church. <laughs> <laughs> he runs the AV at the local church. Wow. I actually don't think he does. Oh. Job blessed. There was a point, I think. What was the next, oh. after that one, I came back from Costa Rica and... You had three guests, Annie and... Huh? Annie. Oh, that was Jenny. Yeah, that was Annie, Jenny, and Amy. That was really fun. It was studio audience. It, we had a, a first studio audience. No, it's not the first studio. It was like the first large studio audience right. that there was like seating. Right. That we was created, awesome. We created seating for them. I think we need um, to do that more. I like that. Feeling. You know, and, and with Amy, and I, I've you know, spoken to her about it, and, and I, I, I'm sure Annie and Jenny feel the same way, and they've kind of expressed of wanting to come back individually too just to be able to talk a little bit more in depth. Cause I, I personally don't feel like we really, we barely scratched the yeah, surface. Yeah, yeah. Like we, like it was great because we had, it was, it was different, a totally different people, vibe and it was just really un, unhinged. And it was just like everyone everywhere. It was cool though. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like we can still get so much and squeeze oh, yeah, yeah. so much yes. out of them. I mean, every guest is kind of like that. Right. And those guests, had to split the time between the three of them. Right. So it's like, and each barely... one of them easily has a full episode, if not two's worth of talks. Yeah. Right off the bat. So we're going to have to pull you guys back in Annie, Amy and Jenny. Yeah. So why in every single one of them? Oh, and actually we got some pretty good feedback on that one too. I mean, we've got good feedback the whole way through. Like every once in a while, someone sends a message like, well, that was a good one. I really liked yeah. hearing like What'd you that get? story. What do you remember as far as feedback for those? Well, it was just like, finally, girls surfing <laughs> i was like oh yeah that's kind of what we were thinking and they really came from a unique perspective in regards to you know coming at from like amy and annie coming from a like pro semi-pro to pro level um but at a time when it was still a boys club yeah um, even down to clothing to go surfing. like like quicksilver awesome. created roxy because all the girls were wearing their either their brothers or their boyfriend's boy board shorts so they created something, and Roxy was named after Bob McKnight, the owner of Quicksilver's daughter. I did not know that. I was not aware of that. A fun fact for you. Um, and so that's kind of where they went with it, and they were like, well, all these girls are wearing their brothers and their boyfriend's clothing. Let's make something that's specific towards them. And then and charge them more. You know how right. hard my mind was blown when I realized the Roxy logo, logo is was two, Quicksilver. two Quicksilver logos? <laughs> really? You didn't <laughs> two know mountain that? and wave logos? It, it probably was like to make it look like a heart? A couple years of seeing nice. both of them, and then I saw them like close to each other, and I was like, Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. speaking of simplicity <laughs> and, and design, yeah, whoever the designer was that realized that they could just take the existing logo and turn it into a heart by putting another one next to it, that I'll buy guy is brilliant. Or girl, I'll buy them a beer too. Because yeah. that was brilliant. Like the <laughs> smartest worked. thing ever. Can I do that with a thank you surfing logo? I think I can. You just might be able to. Ideas. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna ideas, I've got a few. Lock it um, down. But, it, but yeah, so their story was pretty unique in regards to, because they weren't on like the super mainstream level, they were getting to that point, but you know, they, they, they didn't have a lot of support. They didn't really have a lot of people that were root ruin for them and rah rahing, you know? So in a way it kind of felt like interesting, just like give them a platform to tell that story. Yeah. I was like, well, you guys take the microphone. I got really nothing to say. I, maybe I'll ask you like. How about that time when, and then you guys? Right. I mean, you have one side where you have Amy that was full-blown model for Playboy, Volcom, all that other stuff, but at the same time, 
could surf and they got signed to surf because of that or or in addition to yeah. and do you have someone like annie that was you know a great surfer and was entering contests and doing stuff and was having to model because of the surfing you know and then you have Jenny that was just an epic model altogether that could surf, you know. But it, it, it was epic, you know. It, it was pretty cool. That was a and cool I, I think I think we should bring him back. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we got to do more episodes sort of like that. Right. So if there's Little any more other one on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like the craziness of the big group thing right. too. That was like a that was a, a fun kind of like the episode with all the photographers. You know, right. it was like you're right. In that same way, it's like whoa, it's getting out of control, but in a good way. Right. So All right, it's what's like the next episode? It's like wrangling cats. Joey Bananas. <laughs> yeah, Joey Bananas. That was a good one, too. Joey Bananas. Yeah, that's a perfect oh, example of someone like... What do you do when it goes flat? Yeah, he was here, and Drink. we were just like, hey, Joey, what are you doing? Want to jump on? He's like, oh, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> you know? That was, Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah, that was super was, fun, too. Yeah, he was a canary. He was just like... And, and, and like talking about Nicaragua with him was really, right. really good. Right. And, I mean, um, because he, he jumped on it just like a lot of other people. Um, way back in the day and was able to buy property down there when it was really cheap yep. and kind of was built on it. And there's like a lot of people have done that, whether it's Costa Rica, Nicaragua, El Salvador, or wherever. Panama, they've gone down there. They liked a certain plot of land. They bought it because it's really cheap and they've, they're wanting to create that, their own surf utopia. And now they're very involved in what yeah. happens there because right. they're invested. Right. So and now so they're involved in that local community and, and they're taking a little bit of what they might go through here and say, well, maybe there's this, maybe there's that. Yeah. And it was, it was very interesting to see that, you know, like, oh, he's got like a stake in an, not even just like another community, but like another community in another country. Right. Wow. That seems like a big responsibility. <laughs> and especially what's going on there now. I mean, it's only gotten really worse. Um, I feel like that's going to create. So it's going to make surf tourism to like other places so much more expensive, like your Costa Rica's and everything. Well, else. We were just talking about it. I mean, we've talked about it, I think, on some of these shows. Right. Right. Probably how Costa Rica kind of fell by the wayside because everyone was going to the land of offshores in Nicaragua. And now it's like, oh, land of offshore is also the land of political unrest and people being killed in the streets by right. government goons. Ooh, shit. Or if you're uh, you know, an American, you're stuck there and you're like, oh my God, I'm not going to get out of here. It's a little nuts. But, you know. Um, so, that was an interesting uh, take on it and, you know, it was cool in a way also because he was just here at the shop doing exactly what we do. Again, inviting any of you. Come on down. Like, it, you don't have to be someone that we even remotely... No, on a day-to-day -day basis. You happen yeah. to find yourself around here like, oh my God, it's Thursday or Friday. These guys are probably going to do it. Because you I'm have a perspective. By. Yeah. Yeah. When and, you... and, we, and we've come to that and we've kind of discussed it a little bit where we're just like, we don't need to necessarily bring people on here that have some sort, like it's great on when we're looking for certain topics to have people that have, you know. A perspective uh, on certain things right. or yeah. a certain credential right. or whatever. On, on something that we discuss. But at the same time, it's like, each one of us have his opinion and there's plenty of talks about uh, topics to talk about. So we'll pull the topics to talk about. And what do you think? You know, and that, and that I, I feel is more than anything, what I want to get out of this process that we do is to kind of just keep it real. You and know, you just just, get, that's why you get so many cool perspectives because right. it's very uh, like non-systematic and kind of how we're choosing who gets to come on. We don't choose it. Right. It's, 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 it's very inclusive, not exclusive. That's the you thing. Know? Yeah, and yeah. it's just like kind of bringing it in. It's like, listen, we're all in this together. We're all going through the process. We're all trying to figure it all out. You know, it's whether it's political stuff or whether it's surf talk about pools or whether it's, you know, business, where you're going to go wherever. or business, you know, or, it's like, hey, it impacts you. And if it impacts you and it means something to you, then it probably means something to someone else. That's exactly it. That's what I think. Yeah, that's been a big learning. It's like these little stupid things that you think don't matter. And it's funny. I just, I just talking about this just the other day. Like sometimes I find myself like recoiling a little bit on my personality because there's like this thing of like, what do I have to give to the world, sort of speak? Or like, what's, why is my position so much worth something that somebody else, that I should say it out loud that somebody else would hear it? You know, it's kind of like this like, oh, what do I have to really offer? You know what that reminds me a lot of? There's like, some of my favorite teachers uh, used to say this thing that, look, if you have a question, 
asking. Right. Chances are somebody else in the room has That's the same, same exact question. question. Maybe everybody, but just shoot your hand up and blurt it out because you'll probably help all of your people around you too. And I think that's kind of like it is. this sort and, of thing. And, and, I, and I think that's where I've kind of just um, pushed myself a little bit more forward in saying, you're a talker, Chris. You can talk. You? Yeah, I know. It's weird. I know <laughs> and, you guys and, don't really think and so. And if, if you are listening on a podcast or you can't see what's going on, he's a very expressive talker. <laughs> he's got a lot of hand motions, a lot of facial expressions, yeah, yeah. a lot of... Gesticulations. He's all over the place. I'm an articulating clown. But, you know, it's one of those where I've just been like, sometimes I just, again, recoil where I'm just like, I, I don't, I'm not, maybe not as expressive, this and that. Um, but I've come to that conclusion where I'm just like, maybe other people are, think like me. Maybe they have some sort of thought process that's similar to mine. Maybe if I think out loud, it might touch on something that someone else might be thinking internally. And kind of just kind of go with that. And, and, and again, like we only really have one time around on this rock. And, and how selfish is it to keep that stuff and not like speak about it? Because especially now in this time, like I think we should, all should be talking a little bit. I think dialogue needs to happen a little bit more. We all should be kind of like looking to each other and discussing and talking. That and brings us into really the next thing. What is the future of this Is this a show? That was, a, that was a subconscious segue that I just kind of did there. but Yeah, I mean, you're, I know you were headed. You're like moving in that direction, so I just wanted to stop you and then really fully go into the next segment, which is what is the future of Talk Story? Whatever we're calling this is Talk Story, which is we just sit down and talk, talk a little story. Talk Story. <laughs> That's pretty easy naming convention yeah. right there. Um, it's not original. Uh, apparently, no. Apparently other people say it. Yeah, apparently it's been said for a long time in Hawaii. Yeah. I, <laughs> Who I, knew? <laughs> yeah, but it's exactly that. But I, I think it's one of those things where, in general, I feel like surfers are some of the best storytellers yeah, around. Like since, since, day, since day one, right. It's you know, just, you know like, it, 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 it encapsulates that process that we go through in that it's life. It's old and tribal. You know, yeah. it's like you pass on stories from one generation to the next. You know, there's stories that are about surfers from, I mean, gosh, the stories of Duke or the stories of the Tom Bull, Blake of all these Blake guys, or, you, know. you know, the guys that's discovered cloud break or, the, right. or going to Uluwatu for right. the first time right. or yeah. hearing stories from Jerry Lopez and doing yeah, those kind or of surfing, things. And, surfing pipeline for right. the first time or even or the guys Neos, where they're just looking around and they're like, where are we? Or even Look the at this way. here mm -hmm. surfing in South beach, you know, like during thirties, the late thirties. Yeah. I mean, these are crazy, incredible stories. And so, yeah, you know, like that's what this is kind of about. And maybe you don't think your story is important, but. But you have a story to tell. Yeah. And maybe a hundred years from now, right. people would be like, that story was like the most impactful, influential story in my life. And you don't know it because you don't have the, the gift of looking back on it now. Right. Um, but that's why we're just here, just like talking you, about it and recording it. And who I, the hell knows where, the, where you're it goes. Li you're living your truths. You're living your life. You're living whatever decisions that you're going through. And there's a story to be told along that lines. Um, some of it could be relatable to others. Some of it not. But there's still a talk or there's still a story to be talked yeah, yeah. about. And at the end of the day, um, just be vocal. Just kind of talk to people. Just you never know what you get out of it because you might say something that triggers to someone right. else. And every action has a reaction. That's, every cause that's has an effect. This is like to I think like the future of this is to continue to be a platform for that. Right. For really for other people. Right. It's not about us. No. It's not, it's not about what we do. It's, it's no, about clearly, all of because us. You've, you've missed a few episodes right. or an episode or two. I've missed an episode or two and it goes on. Right. And like, that was weird. The first time I did it, uh, when I was gone for a week and you guys, uh, Still dead, like, I was hey. like, <laughs> that's awesome. I was like, I just like pushed a snowball down the hill and it kept rolling. Right. I don't, I don't want to necessarily roll the snowball forever. Right. And, and I, if there's is a way to apply it toward like work or, or businesses, sort of speak, like I tell people, if you're able to leave your job, if you're in, in some sort of important role or if you're in any sort of role, if you're able to leave your job and you've done enough for other people to kind of pick up, you know, where you left off so that when you leave, nobody noticed that you left. 
you've done a great job. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you've done a great very job. It, because there's a lot, that. right. Cause there's a lot of people that like, are like, I'm the superstar of this. I'm the one that does this and I'm the one that does that. And you leave and everything fails. And it's just like, well, you haven't really done anything to teach anybody yeah. what it takes to be you. And, and, and when I've worked for Quicksilver back in the day and people want to move up, it was one of those where it's like, well, train your replacement, train your replacement. You know, when you're ready to move up, when that person's ready to take your spot. That's a, yeah, it's a great <laughs> and way to do it. And, and that's kind of where it's at. Um, you know, so we all have an opportunity to tell our stories, you know, and, and, and we have an opportunity to manifest our future as well. So kind of keep talking, keep throwing stuff our way, swing by if you get a chance on Thursdays or Fridays, but text Brad or I, because I don't even know what day we're doing it on usually. Yeah, I mean, come by anyway, yeah. whether we're recording or not. Right. I mean, the, the fact is this happens here yes. every single day, every whether time, there's time. a microphone in front of Chris's mouth or Caleb's here recording it, or I'm here to like have a, like some silly agenda about what we're supposed to be talking about. It happens all the time. And like the future of this is it's going to happen whether we record it or not. Right. And so it's just be involved in your community. I mean, we're hoping to do other cool stuff with this, like get it out as a podcast on I mean, iTunes. You, float, you floated the idea of, of traveling and oh, going yeah. up to other places. That's going to be, yeah. I'm all about that. I mean, yeah. This but is, because cause I think we can go ahead and like imagine besides, that we I've take this. I've looked at every single board that you guys have already. I've like <laughs> felt them it. all over them, and I'm like, I need to go to another boardroom <laughs> right. and yes. have a whole other experience. But, but, this is, but this is the perk of you know being in the industry so long is that all the other surf shops in the state are friends of mine uh, be awesome. or people that we know. And at that point, it's just like, hey, this is what we're doing. We're going to cruise by. We're going to talk a little story with you. And I guarantee you 98% of the people are going to be like, let's do this. Yeah. And it'd be kind of fun. And again, it's one of those. It's sponsors? Awesome. I think we should get sponsors to do that. Absolutely. That's another thing I think like could be the future of all this stuff is. Hertz, in some, Avis. In some way or another, <laughs> just like help us a little maybe do this. We've been doing this. 20 weeks in a row, pretty much, and have not made a single cent. I mean, maybe, you've, ha maybe you've had some, some better sales. Maybe someone bought me a beer. Maybe Caleb got cooked steak this week by me. I mean, that's, that's the best we can do <laughs> right now. Happen. But to see it change and like to see more support come, if you like what we're doing, just you know, like say what's up, just tell, tell us. us. And if you have some ideas on how we can maybe we all love pats do it on better. the back, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you, you do something, you get some sort of accomplishment. It's nice that someone goes, I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. You know, so when you throw us feedback and you say, I appreciate what you guys are doing, we get psyched. We're grom still. We get like pumped. Like it doesn't matter. One person says, dude, you guys are doing awesome. We're like, woo, hoo. Yeah, exactly. That's all it takes is really. And then the other comments too. If you hate what we're doing, we read it all. The weird threats that I get, it's fine. <laughs> I get it. I'm on the internet. Like I'm gonna get people that want so to. So glad rate we're doing under this. Thank you, surfing there. instead of first. Or want to tell me that Islam is going to take over the country. I mean, whatever. It's out there. I mean, everyone's entitled You're, to their opinion. And are, you, are you officially a public figure yet? Or I mean, is do it, you is have a little the Instagram give you a little year. the little check? No. Uh, or is that or is that Facebook that gives you the check? But Instagram does it too. Oh, okay. Twitter, everybody. I I, I don't. Check. I mean, what does I, that mean? Does that mean like it you're? It means that you're not a fake account. If oh. you're like a celebrity supposedly, right. and you have the check, then you're the real one. Oh, I'm definitely so not. You're like that. actually Miley Cyrus, I'm, not some fake Miley Cyrus. Account. Yeah. Oh. I am not real enough to have a check, but I'm real enough to get death threats. So that's so, fun. Yeah, that's like the step right before. Yeah. The check is so, inbound. Yeah, the, 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 the check, the, the, the check, the, yeah, the check means I get more of those death threats, I guess. I don't know. Mom, I'm kidding. It's not really death threats. <laughs> She's so stressing <laughs> out right now. She's on her way over here. She's like, oh, don't you worry, Bradley. I got She's you. not on her way over here. She's like on the way to church to pray. <laughs> because that's a lot closer to the house. Uh, I think we're going to wrap this thing up. Yes. Uh, again, this is so fun, and as soon as it stops being fun, we're not going to do any more. Right. So, um, so you want to have fun with us? Yeah. Let us know that it's fun. Make it more fun. Come enjoy it with us because it's it's about us. It's not about us, you know, Chris and I. It's about all of us. It's about yeah. It's about surfing. It's about being a community and, and know, talking about it. Yeah, and talking about the stuff that's important to us. And staying loose. All right. Uh, episode 19 in the books, May 24th. Ciao. Catch you guys next week, I guess. Yeah. Late.